Hello and welcome to Bitches With Beards. On today's episode, I explain how Rihanna took it to a new level, then a different level. Then the gays brought her crashing down to earth. And I asked the question, War Eagle? Question mark? Hey? Question mark? Who's to say? We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And if you're wondering who we are and why we have a podcast, then I guess we better get on with the episode. Oh, hello. Hello, cheers. Cheers. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Singleton's Day. Singleton's Day. You're still here. I'm still sad. <laughs> singles Awareness Day. Oh, poor I me. I kind of feel it's not so much Singles Awareness Day as, hey, look, I'm married. I'm going to put a Facebook post out. Oh, oh wait, you did yeah. that. <laughs> I did that, but I kept my husband in place by putting one out about the dog because it's the dog's birthday. Oh, it was a very tactful save. Yeah, I do like to... The hubby's a bit more social media forward than I am, so I have to sort of um, remind myself of, like, people need extrinsic reinforcement. <laughs> and I know, but I do like putting a photo up and just saying, happy Valentine's. Well, you know, I, I loved it on Valentine's Day. Um, I was sober on Valentine's Day, so it was great. And why were you sober on Valentine's Day? Why was I sober on Valentine's is Day? It, great question. Because you're a professional and it's Amateur's Day? No, no, not even that. It's because I had to drive for work the next day. Do you know, it was the first time I had to drive a car in two and a half years. And that's no joke. No, no, because I made you move our car to the other side of the street because I'm still not confident to drive my own car. <laughs> that doesn't count as driving. That is my counterpoint. It does not count as driving if I'm moving your car half a block. Not even across the street. Half a block. <laughs> That's all I did. <laughs> but you did survive the driving. Oh, I survived the driving. Remembered that I liked driving for the most part, but don't want to do it every day. You know, it was it was decent. But that being said, I was sober on my Valentine's Day. Oh. Well, I think DC was a little bit. We went out. Um, so our wedding anniversary is Monday coming. Uh, or wait, Monday just gone. No, I thought it was Monday coming. No, because we're doing podcast head now, remember? Oh, oh, oh yes. So it is Monday so, gone. So, <laughs> but no, it's Monday just gone. It would be, would be Monday just gone. We're recording this two days after Valentine's, but... You're asking us to do math. Then, yeah, so, so, we, no. so we're recording this two days after Valentine's, but it'll be released two days after our wedding anniversary. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Yeah, so our wedding anniversary, so um, we tend to save for that. Like, and we do cite Valentine's, and it, of course it's a dog's birthday, Valentine's Day. So mm -hmm. we had a, um, we went out for um, a drink, but the local bars were really quiet, like, sadly dead. And then... Not not even, like, a singles party going on? Well, no. they did, so, so, Whitlow's, which we like, it was very quiet. Mm -hmm. um, but Shocker. I think, <laughs> but it, but that, that ebbs and flows, that's when it's busy, it's busy, when it's not, it's it's not, but we love Whitlow's. And then yeah. uh, we went to the new faux place opposite Uproar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, it doesn't have its liquor license yet, so it was a bit weird. I kept on wanting a beer. I like I mm. like a beer but with it, but um, no, it's good food. Um, oh, very and really, good. And re really reasonably priced. Um, we had a nice time in there. And then we ended up, um, as always, down at American Ice Company. Uh, but that was busy, um, and it had all that stuff on the tables and like little red candles. Oh, that's cute. But all the, all the hearts and stuff like fuck off on them. 
Remember that photo I sent? Yeah. yeah, that was that was that. So it yeah. was cute, and then we kind of came back and um, just you know sort of you know chilled. At Jamie, well, the hubby got me a nice book. Um, I got him some really sad flowers. <laughs> I thought the flowers were nice. They're still sort of alive. What did you do? Well, how can you buy flowers early? If you buy them, what did you buy them early and put them in a cupboard? Or you buy silk flowers. Then I just might as well be buying for my nan. Well, coastal grandma vibe. Coastal grandma. I don't <laughs> think coastal grandmas use silk flowers. I think they get fresh every day on special delivery. Oh, they get it fresh every day. But I'm just saying, grandma silk flowers or wax flowers, like either one. You know, it happens. It happens. Or happened. So, aside from that, you did survive, and you're all good. Yeah, I'm all good. You know, I was Shiva the Destroyer of Chaos. It was. It was great. Perfect. What else have you been up to this week? Um, well, are we asking because I don't have kids what was I up to this week? Or not? No, not yet. Oh, no, that's... Oh. No, we're not there yet. Not up there yet. Listeners, we're still, you know, trying to get our format down. Actually, oh, no, we, we are. We are. <laughs> we are there. <laughs> we'll cut this bit. So, Daniel, may I ask, what were you able to achieve this week because you don't have kids? Oh, well, I achieved, you know... Two great things this week is what I achieved. Um, so one is, for the listeners and for you, Max, in particular, yes. I tried a product out this week. A product? I tried a product out this week. Batteries not included? No, there were no batteries included at all. So you know how you and I have talked about how on Instagram there's the adverts for the green tea mask? That causes everything <gasps> you did green us. tea mask! Yes! Guess what? It doesn't work like that at all. Oh my god! Well, you can also see the um, airbrushing afterwards. Um, but I, damn you, we're gonna fucking do that together, bitch. So here's the thing: I'm gonna get a stick, and we'll both do it together sometime. But I had to test it out first because I didn't know if it would actually break me out worse. It won't, but it's not gonna cause your skin to pop the way you think it's gonna pop. No. Like it'll blotch it just a little bit. Like how long does it take? It takes you 15 minutes. It's not an instant thing. Like, you have to put it on for 15 minutes and then, you know, clean it off like a clay mask situation. Um, and you should do it on here and just do it and then let it set food and use... <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm down for that. I'm totally down for that. We'll have to get you another stick, though. But um, that being said, not quite what I was expecting it to be. But it was, you know, rather interesting. Does my face feel clean? Yes, but nothing popped. Nothing popped. Nothing at all. I feel very sad for you, actually. Well, you know, it happens. But uh, the other thing that I did this week, I was able to go to a gallery um, at the National Gallery. Um, there was a lovely exhibit called Looking Up um, Studies for Ceilings uh, from the Baroque Era to, I think it was 1860. Gorgeous, gorgeous paintings. Well, sketches with watercolors and studies. Wonderful. Listeners, go if you have the chance in D.C. Highly recommend it. So this week, um, my major thing was, to be honest, about breaking and peeking behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, we are recording this today after releasing our first episode. Yes. So, and if anyone's ever released a podcast before, um, it's a lot of work in the sense of they make it really hard. So there's a lot <laughs> of back and forth about getting a podcast launched. So actually, I hate to say, the reason I did not experience culture was I was getting a lot of culture through like trying to learn how Apple um, Apple are doing stuff now. So yeah. that was that was me, my main one this week, um, and it's gonna be the big thing of the episode, but the Super Bowl. I really love the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. it's we don't get it in England, it starts at midnight, so we don't have that culture. We don't even have an equivalent to the Super Bowl. No, you don't. Do because you? we only have 
the only things we play at this level are national teams, and that's like every two years of the Euros or the World Cup. Mm. So we don't have this event where everyone like sits down, gays included, and watches <laughs> it. Um, but I just spent. I got my Midwestern house mum on. Um, you did. did. Uh, we're going to one thing later, but I am perfecting my cornbread chili recipe. You are indeed. It, it was delicious. Yes, yeah, so that's why I cook a chili and then pour the cornbread batter on top of it and then bake it. It's. It works. It works. It, it works. works. It, listeners, you have to see it to believe it. It's like a taste pie. It. It's like a pie. It was a cheddar jalapeno. But I was there like with my hungry boys. <laughs> um, but no, that was kind of my my culture this week was Midwestern house mum. I'm going to get divorced, then obviously marry a rich guy, then move to the coast. But at the moment, you know, I'm, I'm basically still married to the used car salesman. Uh, that's a appropriate for your husband yes (laughs) so do you want to do now a quick culture catch-up yes absolutely running through your list running through my list so this week my television series was unsolved mysteries volume two three on netflix not two but three it's great whenever you're hungover uh my food for this week was kimchi rice from Whole Foods, where all you have to do is add water and a little oil and, you know, cook for 15 minutes. And your Korean bowls, fantastic, because they taste like kimchi. Perfect. Uh, my song for this week was Kill Bill by uh, SZA. Uh, very catchy, very new. Thank you, NPR New Music Friday. Uh, my soundtracks for this week, Revisited Light in the Piazza. Love it. Fond memories with that one. And then I listened to a brand new soundtrack, not that new, but new to me, uh, Anyone Can Whistle, not my favorite sound time. That's my take for the week. I've heard of that one. I've not heard it, though, but I have... It comes up a lot on a Broadway podcast I listen to. Yes. But I use it sort of as a way of, like, name-dropping, like, how deep is your history? Oh, I was I like the original cast of Anyone Can Whistle. And I went, oh, yeah. my God, you were... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I did listen to the original... Because it had Angela Lansbury in it, so, you know. Clear. Yes, that's how it's brought up yes. a lot. They bring yes. it up. Yeah. So how about you? Um, not a lot of culture this week. Uh, Tuesday, uh, which is my, usually my cheap Tuesdays at the cinema, is um, was Valentine's Day, so did not get there. Plus, the only thing on was Magic Mike's Last Dance, and I've not seen the second and really didn't fancy it. I have barely also touched my book, which is, I'm, I'm doing really oh, yeah. bad this year. Yeah, week. yeah. I read, like, finally five pages, but the hubby did buy me a nice book about DC Gay History. Um, and we're both going to be reading, reading that. that for Valentine's <laughs> Day. And then TV, I've been on a real British kick, so no. finished off Miranda uh, for like the hundredth time. I was about to say. Kind of went through the first season of Gavin and Stacey again. Oh uh, no! Oh. Uh, and then uh, blitzed Vicar of Dibley. Uh, I may or may not have used that as an excuse to watch the Christmas special. As you should, because we love the Christmas special. But you can do that in... You can only watch Christmas specials if you watch them in order of the run. Oh, absolutely. That, so, that, that, that's, yeah. That's the key. And that was kind of it for this week. I think I'm very, you know, absorbed culture, very closed in culture. Yeah, you know, it was it was a different type of culture this week. For We've you. got a long weekend coming up, so yes, hopefully a little bit of reading there. Oh, yeah. That's my goal for Saturday. <laughs> So after all that, yes, I think it sounds like we need a drink. Uh, we absolutely need a drink. And as I turn over to my wine notes, because it's been so long since I've actually had wine notes on anything, last podcast. So we were having a lovely uh, 2020 Syrah. Uh, so listeners, it is very much dark fruit, very jammy, very much with legs. 
Pair it with a hamburger, a portobello, or an eggplant that's fried. Typically, you're going to want to go for something medium. It's nice. It's not yeah. too heavy. I don't feel like my head's going to explode. Through no, it, it's a very dry wine. It's not too sweet, not too overpowering. It's a good, this is a good table wine. This is a good table wine. Yeah, and I can see in a garden, you know, picking up and walking around the garden after a nice meal and just finishing off the glass. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's perfect for that. But as Ina walks through her garden. Yes. She is going to be looking out for something because, you know, all this, all this nice wine. Uh-huh. It's about the pairing. It's about saying thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. And our wine pairing. Oh, the tinfoil is coming the off. The tinfoil is coming off. As this is an, you know, audio I medium. decided <laughs> that we were going to do something in honour of the Super Bowl. I'm going to be terrified, aren't I? And in honour of a great female singer, oh, okay. I've got a J-Lo's glazed donut. <laughs> I love it. I'll get a glaze. <laughs> oh, thank you, dear. So, thank uh, you. And we don't always eat a lot anyway. Let's try a bit of donuts. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mm. I would forget how much I like a donut. Oh, it's perfect. What what glazing is on this donut? Cream cheese. Oh, it's wonderful. It's a Whole Foods. Oh. Well done, Whole Foods. Sorry. <laughs> I'm actually rather shocked on that one. <laughs> the snacks will get better. I'm but... appreciating them. <laughs> But no, that was that was the thing. I was like sitting there watching the Super Bowl, and I actually put my notes there, and then going, "We're doing a glazed donut." <laughs> I kind of realised that this week would be like at crazy levels of stuff, and uh, it's all callbacks, all callbacks, all callbacks. So I was like, "No, what? That's a really good, simple way of doing things." That's enough talking about ourselves. What's going on in the neighborhoods? We discuss the stories that are gay, gay adjacent, or just a little camp. You're a little camp. I am a little bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> but on that, um, so we will just begin this segment. Um, we don't like to bring the proceedings down, but I just want to, I, I feel like we should mention Brianna Gee, who is a young trans girl in England, north of England, who sadly this week was murdered. Oh, she was in Manchester, which is is, is sad because it, it, for those that know, that's why it went Chris Folk was set. Um, mm-hmm. you know, very, you know, hopefully it was you know quite a progressive area, but there are are troubled areas. We don't know what's going on at the moment. There's investigations. There's fingers being pointed. It's very unclear what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ongoing investigation, so we're not going to sit there and really comment. But I just feel like we should say that our thoughts are with her, her family and loved ones who seem quite quite devastated by it and hopefully justice will be served rest in power rest in power on that note a little bit of better news yeah, um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes a, a czech footballer jacob yanto yanko yanto you know i almost had this as the word of the week so <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like i should have checked this but I don't feel I should start that present. I know I'm not going to keep it going. No. But on the theme of sports, we're doing Super Bowl. Um, he became the first active international men's player in soccer, or as we say in England, football, to announce that he is gay. So um, the significance of this is twofold. A lot of players that do come out tend to have retired. And international, for those that aren't aware, I'm guessing there's some homosexuals, homosexuals on this on this podcast. Um, means that he plays for the Czech team. So he plays for his international team. 
he could play at like the World Cup. So like the national team. Yes. Yes. So he okay. plays for his team, but he's also selected for the national team. Got it. So he's that's when we refer to him as international. Players. It's not like he plays for Fulham and then plays. Well, well I guess. Yeah. So it would be he'd play for a team. So he England. could play for Fulham, but he'd also be selected for the English team. Okay. As well. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So this very exciting news. Um, as someone that kind of had a hard time with football growing up, I'm a fan now. My husband's a fan, and he got me into it. And my mum also tried. Bless Lynn's heart. Bless, bless Lynn's heart. <laughs> there was a lot of homophobia in it, and there has been a lot of you know. Even the bosses have turned around and said, "Well, there's no you know the player should never come out." Don't quote me on that. But there's been a lot of yeah. resistance to it. I would like, say it's the same in American teams too. Yeah, but like to the point of very public activist discouragement against mm. it. Oh, there's no such thing as gay footballers. So this is a really big step. I'm very pleased about this. So his team actually you know, responded with, no further comments, no more questions. You have our support. Live your life, Jacob. Nothing else matters. Oh, that's very encouraging. Yes. We love that. It was, yes. worth, it was worth scrolling through CNN for that one. Yes. Yay, check team. We, Yay, we check like team. this. We like I, um, this. I did look at how to pronounce their names, but <laughs> I was like, we're not going to go there. <laughs> but no, a little Clearly bit... we didn't go there. <laughs> but no, uh, you know, as someone that's encouraged and be as someone that's embraced sport later on in life, it's mm-hmm. very encouraging that um, hopefully younger people are going to see this grow and be amazing amazing sports people it's all about having role models and being able to see yourself and be able to identify and to look at yourself so we support this yes completely what's in the news for you so in the news for me i'm gonna be very brief um this is a shout out to one listener in particular that uh topic that's gonna get their engines revving uh congrats to chuck schumer uh, the joke is this listener loves Chuck Schumer. Anyways, congrats Chuck Schumer because his daughter, Allison, and her partner or wife, Elizabeth uh, Whelan, the sources went back and forth on it, had their first son. And, you know, in case you didn't know this, you know, this is the reason why Chuck Schumer is very supportive of gay rights. Yeah. Um, and so we love him and congratulations to those Yay. two. Yay. So bit of brief happy news there. Here we go, because this is the big topic. It is a superb topic, one could say. Would one say it is a superb owl? It is a superb owl. So this is the point where we've done our news, we've done the current important events, and now we check to see what is feeding the feeds. Yes, what is blowing up the Instas, the Twitters, and the Facebook pages as we speak. And quite frankly, this week, it has been the Super Bowl. The one topic. The only topic. It's either commercials, or it's the halftime show, or it's who won, who lost, who's saying this, who's saying that. You know, what was going on with the field? No one knows what was going on with the field. Who's to say? I feel like after we kind of settled on the Super Bowl as a topic, and then realised it would be the topic, that then I kind of spent, like, the last three days looking at news feeds and social media feeds like it's 4.30 on a Friday and I'm willing no one to email me because I'm like, <laughs> I like this topic. <laughs> Don't have, let's not be cultural anymore. Let's take some time. And I think everyone was basically too hungover Monday to actually be cultural. Yeah, it was a struggle. Well, it wasn't a struggle for me, but yes, it was a struggle. <laughs> so I believe I've I, I've said a lot already. I do think so. We are obviously going to discuss multiple things. Yes, but mm-hmm. Rihanna, Rihanna of it all. 
So I'm going to quickly, like, because we only just started this. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts when they announced Rihanna was going to do this show? I was ecstatic and elated because I haven't seen Rihanna perform anything in a while. Yeah. So I was like, yes! It wasn't, you know, Fenty. It wasn't the makeup. It wasn't the lingerie line. I was like, it's a concert! Yes! That's where I was at. And we said Rihanna. So my main one was, I will be honest, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, like Rihanna. I'm not the biggest Rihanna out-and-out fan. All right, I'm going to school you for just a second how much I like Rihanna. I wrote a paper in college about her music video for the song Umbrella. Breaking it down and the gender constructs and the symbology in it. I love Rihanna. See, I really like her. I'm just not a... And so, but I knew that when my name and I loved her. I knew of her, um, and I don't know how it was over here, but in England she struggled for a, a while, mm-hmm. and then they released Umbrella. And was it that after Disturbia album? No, Umbrella was before Disturbia. Yeah, um, and then when Umbrella came out, that sort of. N- I think kind of got her her foot, especially in England. Mm-hmm. But she she was waiting for that one sort of big song. I felt like before that a lot of her stuff had been very. It didn't really. Oh, that's nice, but next. Yeah, yeah. I would say it was similar over here. Like, she was okay, and then Umbrella was the hit because yeah. it was a partnership with Jay Z, and then we had Disturbia after that, which you know we couldn't get enough of. Yeah. So I remember that, and that's why I do, I do, I do like, I do really like her. And I actually, when they announced that she was going to be doing the Super Bowl, I my first thought was, well, this is going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was very, I I she's just a she's a very strong performer, mm-hmm. um, an amazing performer. I shouldn't say very strong. I'm, oh. I'm not one to judge that. She's an amazing performer. Her songs are very, you know, her hits are catchy. Um, and I was like, well, she's perfect Super Bowl, like yeah, performance. So I, I just knew she would do it. Yeah, she's she's she was made for sort of this. Well, I mean, just not to get in front of ourselves with conversation, but the fact that she had no guest performer and it was her, I think talks to the caliber of Rihanna. Because last year was a lot, wasn't it? It was all the rappers. It was like, you know, it was six different ones that were coming in and now, out. Now, yeah. what annoyed me again this year is I I, I really, I like some of his songs, mm-hmm. but I do not like Eminem. Fair. I, I Fair. have an issue with a lot oh, of, yeah, he yeah, basically yeah. made a lot of money being a, uh, whether people say, oh, he didn't really mean it, a fake homophobe. Yeah. Um, I don't, like the song I don't you know I don't mind a song that he did with Rihanna mm-hmm. but I do think it's a bit con- I think it's a very easy song for her it's very contrived in terms of the lyrics yeah it's very emo-y that I the thing I love about Rihanna is that I'm a huge Sia fan yeah and her and Sia and her really write Sia can really write for her I don't know what it is about I think their voices are sort of a there's a dryness to them yeah or like, dry and I can that's the sound of it there's a little bit of an ache in there ache. there's an ache that's the word that's yeah. what I'm looking for so I, I I think as a Sia fan I love Rihanna but no mm-hmm. I'm like don't think don't Rihanna can do this she's a billionaire businesswoman she does not need yeah. a man to come out and support her no she made that parent yes <laughs> so um Yes, I was very excited. So, do yes. I, do I splash more wine before you go into this? Oh, yes. I think you also need to splash more wine, too. Poor, poor, poor. Poor, poor, poor. poor, poor. 
Um, and actually, that's quite interesting. Uh-huh. The the wine is red, and Rihanna was wearing red, so I guess that means we should discuss what she was wearing. <laughs> oh, that is the perfect segue, dear. Bravo, bravo, because I'm going to talk about the fashion of it all. Let's just say this. The girl came correct. She knew the assignment, and she delivered. That look was completely iconic. And so we're going to break it down for just a little bit. Yeah. So... Just so you know, listeners, if you live under a rock, she was wearing an all-red bodysuit with a large red sleeping bag coat. So, the symbolism of the coat is that it harkens back to one of my icons, Andre Leon Talley, who wore this coat, similar coat cut, um, the last few years of his life. And this is very important because in 2015, he named Rihanna as the best dress at the Met Gala. Like, she was stunning in that dress. It was the gold dress that, like, had the large train, like, was velvety. She um, was a bit of a Met Diamond, wasn't she? She is a Met, Met Diamond. Diamond. But she, I remember yeah. she, she was one that, there was eyes, it was ready for Rihanna. It was always looking to, or still always looking to see what she was wearing. So anyways, in an homage to Andre Leon Talley, who, you know, died in 2022, you know, she wore this large coat. Mm-hmm. So calling back to that, and he said, you know, she was the inspiration. She was in the best dressed ever. And then underneath that, she had on a red bodysuit. Now, this bodysuit is based off of, you know, flight commanders and jet pilots. What happened at the beginning of the Super Bowl? It was an all-female flyover. Yes, I love that. But that being said, Rihanna was wearing a female, you know bodysuit for like jet commanders like she knew she knew what she was doing and she was stunning and this red outfit that harkens back mm-hmm. to diana vreeland you know garden in hell situation which is mm. wonderful and iconic like it was just wonderful but at the same time she is wearing this outfit and what does she do what does she do she owns the outfit and she announces to the world that she is pregnant with baby number two no, do you know what I loved? Uh-huh. She didn't Kiki Palmer it. No, no. She, she did not kick Kiki Palmer it. No. She did it very cleverly. Because what yeah. did I say to you halfway <laughs> through her performance? I whisper very casually to not overhear her. Is she pregnant? And then what did you say to me? I said, well, yes, or she just didn't lose the weight the first time. <laughs> and we're not going to mention this on the podcast until right. we get confirmation. Right. So I think the thing that I thought was clever was that she wore a suit that showed off the bump, but actually didn't make it very clear. And I think part of it was she wanted she wanted the questioning of it. Right, because she wants to have the conversation about her. She was the proud. dialogue. She was proud of her body, and she has actually been very body positive yeah. with the first pregnancy saying look my body is going under th- these changes like and it's amazing there is something in me i don't get that i'm a man but i, I don't get that you know but good for her I felt like that after eating all that damn food well yes but the great thing is her outfit is actually sparking a conversation about pregnancy wear and what we're putting on for maternity and you know does it have to be this dowdy thing or can it you know celebrate our bodies our curves or edges like i think it's just general body positivity of like loving yourself and being like 
I know what looks good on me, and we're going to celebrate it, and we're going to rock it out. Yeah, I think there's, like, a lot of negativity regarding, like, pregnancy wear, you know. Yeah. Like, and you're not allowed to wear it in the office. I remember walking in the maternity leggings once and told, get out of it, Max. <laughs> this is not professional. <laughs> we cannot do that. Nah, but, no. No, it was, it was a... I, my, my bit with her, and if we're going for, like, the image look... Mm-hmm. And owning it was that bit where she was just halfway through walking down and touched up her makeup. Right. And she was just like, ma'am, ma'am. He's like, no, I'm doing this whole performance. Didn't she do like a song a minute or something, roughly or something like that? Yeah, so it was a 12 minute performance. There were 13 songs. songs. So it was essentially a song per minute that she was and like she doing the highlights. Did her of. makeup. And yeah. I'm like, well, my makeup and 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 at the same time, it wasn't really like. I mean, I I know that women know how to do makeup. My favorite thing in London was to watch women do their makeup on the tube, oh. and they knew where the bumps of the tube would be, and they pull their thing away and then put it back. So she did a quick patch up and then yeah. just walked on, and I'm just like, "Well done, ma'am." She owns it. There was a lot of owning of it, and I would say it was most likely her makeup line. So it is product placement, but it was still done, you know, exceedingly well because she's just like turned did it and then kept singing it was just like oh, there we go here we perfect. are yeah flawless flawless so you thought she was perfect so i thought she was fantastic and i think that the dialogue and the conversation we're having is a good thing to be having is what i think um i know that there were some quibbles yeah i was about to say yeah, yeah. there were quibbles about it but i'm not in the quibble category i'll put it that way I'm well gonna... i i wasn't yeah no i don't think either one of us were so I did. Actually, I went to my first sports game this year. My first sports game. My first sports game. <laughs> you went I to your. I went you to went your first football game. Football game. <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm sad. No, um, I went to my first football game. You frozen buffalo. So I had I had hand warmers. I look like a Kotex advert by the end of it. You know, I'm still finding hand warmers in places. I'm gonna say this. I have never seen you in more layers in those photos, and I was surprised that you were. You could find more layers, though. That's a thing. Like they found me layers. So, I, and, and there was a point where I was walking to my seat, and this guy went, "Hey, bro, it's not that cold." And I'm like, <laughs> "It's 13 degrees." <laughs> you can remove a few layers if you like. <laughs> um, so no, and we went, and we we so we did Albert, and 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 we've been and paid. You know, we paid uh-huh. for the tickets on that. So the Super Bowl, okay, I get it. The, the gay for those for for the, the heterosexuals in the in the audience you know that the big thing really is that you know we stay we watch the first two two um quarters and then the performance comes on and then some people people just drift off and actually by that point i literally drifted out out of your house and also you know i'm for me like for my part of the culture is that i love the adverts even mm-hmm. though i don't agree with the fact they drop the adverts now before the super bowl which annoys me a bit or that there were QR codes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and and but you know, so we get it. And then of course, because people drift off, that means that the audience depletes, and means that essentially there's going to be less people watching. So actually, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl does, in terms of the um, what what you come in for, that lessens, and you do get to the point of just watching. And actually, though, right. we watched it. We were supporting Philly because yeah. we were on the East Coast. Right. Um, who was the other team playing now? Uh. Kansas City, sorry. Kansas City, yeah, <laughs> the one that won. Oh, Kansas, yeah, Kansas City. City, yeah. So you know, we were watching bits, but you know, we and I, I knew it was going to be a good performance. I like, I like, I do like getting everyone around. I said I get a bit of a thing for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel very as someone that wasn't able to experience it as a kid. I still get a lot of doing American culture, so yeah. I appreciate what we see. Yeah. 
I also know that we're not paying for this performance. Right. Right. You know, I don't think she gets paid, does she, or something like that? Oh, I'm sure she gets paid something. It's like, but it's a very weird thing, yeah. And so, for me, culture this week was watching everyone online bitch about her. And I was just like, (laughs) it was everywhere. Up. Yeah. Like, you saw a, a free performance. She sold it. The worst thing I saw was, well, Beyonce was so, so many months pregnant when, when, when she did her performance or whatever, another one, and she'd way more choreography than Rihanna. I'm like, are we white males telling a women what they should and shouldn't be doing when pregnant? No. No. Because we don't have wombs. We're not birthing those babies. If you have an opinion about a woman, you can file it in the trash can next to you. You know, it's right. just quite... And I was like, there was a lot of stuff. And, oh, it was basic. Oh, it was this. Oh, it was that. I bet her bloody husband, partner, I don't know if she's married or not, was mm. having a conniption watching her go up and down that, going, there's my boy, there's my child in there. You know, right, there's the my wife. The platform that like, kept up and down, like, no thank you. I mean, that was brave. That was brave. It looked really good. It was a 3D yeah. performance. She knew what she was doing. She didn't want to clearly do, like, she did, she did what she wanted to do. And I, and I, so I sat there going, you know, you don't support, it's not as if you're, a lot of these people are rooting for teens. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. They're sitting there for his performance and been bitching about the quality of it. I'm yeah. like, if you didn't like it, then you got what back that you paid into it. Right. Nothing. And here's the thing. I'm. I'm just gonna slightly change the topic for a moment. Like that set was stripped down. Like it was pared down. Minimal props. Literally just the you know platforms that went up and down, and the stage itself that was very long and narrow and clean yeah. and sleek. It was simple and it was beautiful at how simple it was. Like she knew what she was doing with that set set up. Like it was perfection. It was brilliant. I liked it. I had a good time. You know, I yeah. know I think the trouble is is like you had we've had big performances. Katy Perry on the Tiger, that was an excellent one. I watched mm. that in England actually. That was mm. the last one I watched mm-hmm. in England. Mm-hmm. Um Lady Gaga the first one I remember watching over here was when Beyonce came out and I think Formation had just come out and half the day before and oh, all the yeah. gays knew the routine already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I loved Gaga when she jumped off and caught the ball. That was iconic. That, that was good. That was bit. Yeah, and she didn't even have to do that. She just kind of leapt caught and were like, well, Gail did that. But Rihanna was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, my, the culture of this week is people bitching about stuff that, you know, about a free, she looking a gift horse in the mouth. Um, right. Like, shut up enjoy it we all got together we all had a giggle who did really enjoy it was yeah. Adele oh who gave me millions. who gave Adele me loves everything Adele. and she sat there um her is it Cara Delevingne were all there yeah. just basically for Rihanna right um Adele was caught telling everyone to shut up at one point and the best meme I saw of that was when you're feeling a little bit hangy-wangy on the Monday morning after Super Bowl <laughs> everyone's talking at you in the office. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just, Just shut, shut up. up. Shut up. So Adele, um, as a, you know, Adele used to live near me in London. Not saying we were like friends or anything, but like I know the, area, the, the area she's from. She has no idea what the bloody rules are. Um, <laughs> and that, that really is for me. Um, so that's probably my like little more of a rant than anything, but just guys, just enjoy it. Yeah. But you know what I did enjoy? What did you enjoy? I enjoyed the adverts. Oh my gosh, we had so many notes. Like, you and I were both on our phones like, oh my gosh, this advert. Oh my gosh, this advert. Right. This advert. Right. Well, I think they're better than, you know, the football game, honestly. <laughs> or they interrupt the football, football game, game enough. Um, you know. Yes, also we had the Flash one, which is controversial because of Ezra Miller. Um, though, funny, interesting to see what the hell they've been producing. 
I mean, apparently it's the greatest movie of all time. I, I'm sorry, that was bitter and jaded me of saying that one, yes. but, you know. Anyways, so, I'll, I'll let you as the expert go on. <laughs> go on, no. Now we're both experts at this. <laughs> Cheers to being both experts there at, we are. at fuck all. Um, so, here it is. Yes. The first annual commercial awards for commercials at a sports game. The most underrated and, let's face it, you know, more, most deserving of, of artistic categories. Adverts for big corporations. <laughs> I would like to thank you for honouring me tonight at this fake awards ceremony. <laughs> So we're going to run down our our top adverts of the night. Yes, yes we are. And I'm the prettiest, so I'll go first. Oh, well, sure. That's how we figured it out, listeners. And that was a shady comment, which leads me on to the Shade of It All Award, or the Penny Saver Award, <laughs> Michael and Sons. <laughs> oh, for literally so just having five seconds of a Chinese spy balloon. It was perfection, it was wonderful, it was simple, it was... Just, what more do you need? I think I gave an applause longer than a damn advert. <laughs> I think you did as well. <laughs> oh, so my award for the Take Your Mama Out tonight goes to Bradley Cooper and his mom for T-Mobile. It was cute, it was sweet. I was just like, oh, maybe I can marry you. No, I'm not. <laughs> and now, moving on, because that touched me. That did touch me in an advert. Mm-hmm. But didn't make me cry, which brings me on to the fuck you for making me cry award, Farmer's Dog. Because having an advert that begins with the perspective of the, the owner and then cuts the perspective of the pet is manipulative, it's horrible, and it worked. I was about to say, you're not the only one that would have given this award to that commercial. It was all over the socials the next day. It was all over the socials, but it's nice to see two sides of an argument. What other time this night did we see two sides of an argument? <laughs> well, that would be <laughs> the As If Awards for Rakuten with Alicia Silverstone, a.k.a. Cher Harowitz herself. Oh my gosh. We had heard about this one. Yes, we had seen the teaser for it. Uh, or at least I had seen the teaser for it. It like, was the week cleverly before. done. It was cleverly done. Eliza was back last Donovan. Right, you who... know. I love Vincent Bean Change Witch. Right, and you know, Christian Siriano was in the ad too, and it was about fashion, so it was great. There we go. I was happy with it. Yeah, it, it was just a little bit of nostalgia. I needed that nostalgia. Needed nostalgia. Yeah. The Just Cause Award, cause, just because we need some nostalgia, <laughs> I'm talking about good old things. Doritos around me having Elton John for one shot. Just cause you need Elton John for one shot. It was very random. Playing the giant triangle. Playing the giant triangle. We're talking about dropping in. What about celebrities getting removed from stuff? Oh, <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite ads for so many reasons. For the award of I'll have what she's having, Google Pixel and Amy Schumer, where you're erasing your exes from the historic photographs. Yes! I need that so much. Like, don't get me wrong. I love you, Max, but there are photographs that I'm just like, eh, no. Uh, let's let's get rid of that person in the background, or let's let's get rid of that ex. Oh, wedding photographs. Get rid of all the exes. There you go. And talking about erasing people or removing things. Oh my god. Here is the final award for the unite. The I told you so award, <laughs> awarded by Max to M and M's 
for I told you so, they weren't getting rid of those characters, it was a stunt, and they appeared in the background of a very funny advert, but they are not removing their mascots. Maybe the green just wants to wear a sensible heel right now. I mean, it's Mr. Peanut all over again. Mr. Peanut did come back, though. I don't like Mr. Peanut. I'm on a vegan kick right now, and I'm confused whether or not Mr. Peanut counts as flesh. Uh, I think he doesn't. Eat that peanut. Eat it. What if I find a monocle on it? Well, you'll look dashing as you eat it. Put the monocle on yourself. Perfect. And that's our awards for night. No one got slapped. <laughs> no slaps. Well, actually, Daniel Knight is moving that way at this point. I'm joking. Uh, he's not, guys. <laughs> As we come to the end of our podcast. Yes. It feels like it's been a journey. It has. Not a four-hour journey that the that the Philly brother and the Kansas City brother went through to prove which one is favoured by their mum. The journey we went through watching that. We Oof. did watch through it, and we haven't cried as much as the uh, Philly coach has. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. By the way, National Anthem was done very beautifully this year. Yes. Um, I did enjoy the Black National Anthem. Yes. Way after the event, because I did say to someone, I really want to watch this, and then it... Jumped on screen just as all the speaker sister went down. Oh, well, you know, technology. But Sheldon Ralph owned that. She did, indeed. Yes. So, usually in this section, as we come to the end, we would do a little bit where one of us picks a new story of the week that we did not understand and the other one has to explain it to them. Right. There potentially is a good news story for that occurring in England, but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> a former podcast. However... I had an idea. So what sort of idea do you have, sir? Well, I cooked something on Sunday. Oh my gosh. Yes, you did. Everyone loved it. I loved it. The I had seconds. Seconds. <laughs> A lot of people had seconds. The only thing is, the recipe came from someone I don't like. You despise. have issues with. <laughs> um, so this is our section I like to call... I hate you for this. Um, this is where we repurpose recipes or wisdom from individuals we no longer want in our lives, using their intellectual property in ways we know they'd hate. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, in this case, it is it is what started as a chicken puff, but I turned into a buffalo chicken puff, where you take... Because buffalo chicken, chicken, Super Bowl. Buffalo should have been at the Super Bowl. Well, well neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. So, you take basically, what are they? The um, crescent rolls. Crescent rolls. Um, yeah. And then you make a uh, chicken and cream cheese, celery, and some onion. And I did in some hot sauce and some jalapeno. Frank's hot sauce, that's what you have to make buffalo with. Yeah. Mixed it all together, spoonful in a crescent roll, rolled it, you know, wrapped it up, rolled it in some breadcrumbs, cooked. It's sweet, it's savoury. Was it breadcrumbs on the outside of it? There were some. They started biting a bit to go, and I was like, I was at that point gone. Because I thought it was like sea salt or something on it. I was like, this is delicious, whatever's on the outside I of it. I actually might try that in future with everything bagel mix. Oh. Mm, yeah. 
So these were taught to me by my (laughs) mother-in-law from a recipe that the hubby requested from a sister-in-law we don't get on with because of Trump. (laughs) Thank you for ripping that band-aid off. So we made them, I made them once to my mother-in-law, they came off really well, made them again, served them at a gay Super Bowl party. They were a smash. They were a smash. They actually, they, they all went. I was yeah. most disappointed um, and it, that there was none left over. But no, so this is it. So I highly recommend these. If anyone wants it, please, you know, contact. You know, um, I think you should go on our Instagram page and sign up to that. And then you can DM me for the recipe. Yes. But trust me, they do take they're a bit fiddly. Take, you know, they you know, by the time you mix it, it takes about, I'd say, you know, cook it, uh, actual, you know, active time, about an hour. But they oh, do an hour. Okay, yeah, because a lot of it's cooking, settling, cooking, settling, cooking, settling. Yeah, settling, yeah, yeah, you've got to have it cool before you put it in. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. But no. Um, so, um, dear, bleep, sister-in-law, um, uh, thank you. <laughs> I hate you for this recipe. You, you, you thank her so much, <laughs> so much. God. I do. So I used a lot of colourful language in it, a lot of new words. Yeah, you only dropped one F-bomb, I think. Only one F-bomb. And this brings us nicely onto the section where we discover a new word for the week. In this case, I think I discovered the word. You did indeed. This is a part of the podcast where we tell the other one about a new word we've learned. So we ask the question, do we think it's got staying power or will it disappear? Does it make sense or does it make your ears just bleed? Ooh. Ears bleed. Is Eminem singing? <laughs> well, someone singing. Uh, could be someone else. Well, anyway, as you've said to me, as we've been preparing this podcast, mm-hmm. the universe always provides, and I did not have a word for this week. I certainly didn't have a word for this week. Until this morning. <laughs> and then I discovered a new word stroke phrase. All right. Well, tell me this new word of the week. Enlighten me. The word is soft life. Soft life. And do you want to try and have a quick cheeky guess? I feel like it's me on a Thursday night before we had a podcast where I was heavy on the self-care and the gin and tonics and the spine. That's something. (laughs) Maybe talk to you about the gin and tonics and the spa moment. So actually it was a nice word. I saw this and actually thought it was really nice. Nice. Um, It's the opposite of hard life. It's where you make decisions that leave you feeling stress-free and vibrating higher. Um, less mm. about wealth, though it helps, according to Urban Dictionary, and more about making good choices. So it is basically um, the polite way of describing it, cancelling or rejecting plans with problematic friends and family members. Oh, I like this. I like a soft life. I think I need to embrace this. The slightly bluer version of this is ordering an Uber to your devil dick appointment instead of taking public transport. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, it sounds nice. So everyone, I, I suggest this week that we all go ahead and live, live, live a at least this weekend, have a soft life. Yeah, take some easier choices. There's nothing wrong with you know putting your PJs on, some nice socks, and you know snuggling and watching a little bit of um, what's the latest TV show people are watching? I mean, you said Miranda earlier. So. No one knows what that is. That's on Britbox. That's for <laughs> British people only. British people. <laughs> Whatever's on Netflix this week. There you go watch it <laughs> and that brings us on to our last section because i feel daniel i don't know if you feel this 
that we've discussed stuff with balance, impartialism. Is that a word? I don't know if that is a word. We can make it a word. If we but have we, to. we have masturbated over many a thing today. <laughs> we have. We have. We've conjugated, we've declined, it's all great. <laughs> but this time we're all about living the soft life. Yes. So we're just going to randomly end, as always, with Petticoat Lane. Ah, oh, yes, Petticoat Lane. By just picking a random topic. By just picking a random topic. And bitching about it for 30 seconds. Yes, we are. My, f- my fingers out. Tell me when to stop. Stop. <gasps> Our subject for Petticoat Lane this week is... Muscle daddies with Duck Dynasty beards that make you question where they were on January 6th. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you this. The problem is, are we attracted to them? Yeah, they're muscle daddies. Do we question? Absolutely. Do I feel dirty before I even get into bed with them? You better believe it. Do I get dirty after I get in bed with them? Absolutely. Yeah. That was filthy. I'm a mother. (laughs) Think of the children. Oh, deaf dog. (laughs) No, I have to say that I'm I'm not going to go anywhere near where you went with that. I'll leave that to you. But quite frankly, you know, know, someone buy a Floby and use it on your beard. No. I don't like a scraggly beard. I know or I get put product bit, in. Yeah, put I product. Scraggly, but I don't like a bad. I mean, beard. we both have short beards. Here's the thing: they're short, they're kept, they're high and tight. When I grew up in TV and literature, beards like that would be about. They'd be a joke about food and eating food out of them, or a bird having a nest Nesting in there. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, no. A bit of road yeah. No, no. Let's let's clean our beards up. Oh yeah, like make them look nice. They don't have to be like. Ugh. Like, conditioners, wonderful. That's a bit of, you know, hot for teacher. Yeah, absolutely. I think, sadly, with that, we have come to an end. We have, indeed. The team that isn't the Phillies have won. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That we can barely remember. (laughs) The red and white team? I think so, yes. Not the green team. Not the green team. Not the green team. You were wearing green. Yeah. Well, this week has been all about the Super Bowl and Rihanna. Yes. But what's next week going to be about, Daniel? Well, last week I joked about, you know, Chinese balloons and Patty LuPone tickets, and the Chinese balloons actually happened, so we're still waiting for the Patty LuPone tickets. Uh, someone's got to find them at some point. Um, so I think the news of the week, or the culture of the week, just because global warming's a thing, cherries, cherry blossoms, that's, that's it. You're going to see cherry blossoms everywhere. Everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. Cherry blossoms all over that, that tidal basin. Tidal basin all up your business in DC. Every cherry blossom cocktail is going to happen this week. No one ought, no one require anything involving cranberry. <laughs> oh, I hope God. you don't have a UTI. So my culture of next week will be UTIs with the lack of cranberry. <laughs> there you go. And with that, cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Bitches with Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.